0: what's going on everybody eric lindquist at stochastic here on the odd chopper channel coming to you with a week 14 edition of lindy's leans likes and locks nfl hit that like button subscribe button notification bell goes a long way for me and this video goes a long way for you that way you become apprised whenever great content is going live here at our little neck of the YouTube woods week 13 was no good actually everything last week including the NBA was no good but this week friends the NBA tides turned in a big way here I don't know if it was just more time to be able to study a lot of these two gamers and then was able to smash an 11 gamer on Wednesday we'll see how Friday ends up panning out I'm recording here on Friday right before that NBA slate starts but just saying we're we're looking pretty good here a huge comeback week for me hopefully it can be a huge comeback week in the NFL streets I gotta say There's a little bit of weather that's gotten much improved as the week's gone. It's gotten much improved. I could probably have phrased that a little differently, but what I'm getting at is the weather. There are two weather spots that really exist here on the slate. Monday, there's a doubleheader. Doesn't look like there's any weather that we're going to have to deal with there, but New York on Sunday, oh baby, this one could be a wild one. But just saying, be on the high alert for some of these winter storms. See what's going on. Have a really weird betting card if we're going to be honest, but I have utmost confidence in it if that for anything but don't have a single prop that isn't an anytime touchdown or first and last touchdown which we'll get to as well on the card for this week which is very unlike me so some of you will be happy some of you won't and obviously we have odd shopper at a very depleted rate here sitting at $14.95 for a week $50 for the month as well you can get all of the props that are going to grade out with positive EV using a market-based approach it's taking shorts sharp sportsbooks lines comparing them across the industry and then Finding where they're the best at. And that's kind of why you wanna be signing up at the BetMGMs, Jams, the Caesars, all these different sports books we talk about on a daily basis on the Odd Shopper channel. It's so you can jump in and take advantage of them at the best lines possible. That's how you're gonna be a positive sports better overall over any long sample size plus. Okay. It used to be $20 just for the Discord. Now you're getting the tools and the Discord for $14.95 for the week. Use promo code LINDY when you sign up, too, to get 20% off. That's good stuff, too. But $14.95 for the weekly, you get the expert picks. You get the Discord. You get the premium tools. Great stuff here right from the jump. So check it out. We'll talk about BetMGM a little bit later here in the program. But we're ready to rock here week 14. I know a lot of you getting ready for fantasy playoffs, potentially. Hopefully, fingers crossed for you get those buys people it's gonna be a big week in the nfl streets and it's gonna also be a good betting week i feel it friends producer jacob let's get to the picks we begin our boarding walk with tampa bay and atlanta on paper not a very intriguing game two teams just kind of middling here in the nfc but I will say, just give a special shout out to Mike Evans in just over 60 catches, having like a career career season, almost 1,200 yards, 10 tutties in the process, unbelievable stuff from him on a week in week out basis. I, I'm the guy played with freaking Tom Brady, and he's having the best year of his career with Baker Mayfield, who I've always said functional quarterback. You saw what he's able to do at the tail end of last season with an abysmal roster there in LA, made everybody a thing. Although. You know, Cam Akers was just a cast. He had nothing there. He had absolutely nothing made it work with Van Jefferson. Cast off 2-2 Atwell, wide receiver 3. Just saying. Baker Mayfield, not as bad as people want want to say. But I do like the over of this football game because Atlanta, we're starting to see some regression here in that secondary. I've never really liked them. And Arthur Smith, I really, really, really don't like. So I'm sure he'll find some way to screw us over. But Atlanta has the 32nd ranked power defense in all of PFF grading. That is a major regression. They are 32nd in strength of schedule played as well, which is why they're sitting at six and six, four and eight against the spread for what it's worth. But I do find this game to be one that at 40 and a half in a dome, Baker Mayfield being functional, both uh, Rashad White being functional, and then the running game for Atlanta, we know that they can get things going there with Mr. B. John Robinson from time to time. I like points uh at least like more than 40 and a half points so that's cool gets the thumbs up stamp of approval half unit play we continue on our merry way i have absolutely no what no idea what to make of this football game talked about it last night with my buddy andy kaufman hello if you're watching andy i don't know why i'm waving at him if he's listening but maybe he's watching on youtube Anyway, Indy, Cincy, looking at this one, Jake Browning, he was the toast of the town there in Cincinnati. Oh, we're going to be okay without Joe Burrow. No, you're not. Stop it. No, you're not. It was one good football game against a Jacksonville defense that's been in shambles. They're in a good spot against Cleveland, mainly because it's Joe Flacco starting, and the weather looks like absolute dog doo-doo. That is, well... It's going to get better, but again, there's gusts of winning up to 25 miles per hour in that football game. But we're talking about Indy and Cincy for this one. Yay for Jake Browning having one really, really nice outing. That does not make a quarterback. Now, Indy, they do not get pressure on the quarterback in any way, shape, or form. They've been pretty darn good in some capacities, but like... They're seven and five, eight and four against the spread. And I think it's a little bit of an outlier. Still 19th in most power indexes, specifically PFS. That's what I kind of go towards and grade towards. And then, well, offensively, we, we know that Gardner Minshew, not exactly Anthony Richardson out there, but we've been backing Michael Pittman anytime touchdowns. We talked about Alec Pierce for a hot second once upon a time. And, well, you saw a big game from him last week and 44 and a half total. The, the books are expecting points here in this spot. I think it's weird to say that like it's kind of efficient but I'd be leaning the under because again Garner Minshew on the road in Cincy not in the dome there in Indy and then you get Jake Browning who it was one game I know you have Jamar Chase and well you can make anybody functional but you have at least a dinged up Tyler Boyd who's now entering this game as questionable I don't trust one game sample sizes nor should you this makes this just one big stay away I'm going to enjoy watching, and I'm sure Zach Moss will continue to get infinity percent of the snaps, but like a lot of better spots to attack on this card. Next up, we have that aforementioned Jacksonville-Cleveland game, and I do like something here because I'm confused what's happened to this line. DraftKings, as of Thursday, had this at 30.5. I thought about dipping my toes in at 32, and it's since moved to 34, and I, I don't know why. I don't know why it looks like it's because rain doesn't look like it's going to be in the forecast here for Cleveland. I used this amazing Hoogle machine. I'm not sure if anybody's familiar with it, but uh, I typed in Cleveland weather and it looked better than it did two days ago. And then definitely better than it did yesterday. And yet there's a lot of wind and CJ Beathard is going to be starting at quarterback for Jacksonville. Not even a full game sample size. We're talking a half game sample size of a guy being functional When the absence of Trevor Lawrence, he has a high ankle sprain. Nobody expects him to be playing football here in this spot. Although he did say, Hey, I'm feeling a lot better than I expected to. And he's listed as questionable. If Trevor suits up, he's going to be more of a sitting duck than you possibly can imagine, which isn't what you want against a Cleveland defense. We know what they bring to the table. They're absurd. They're a top five defense in the NFL by every single metric. And... I don't know it just feels like one of those weird spots I do want to point out that even though I'm going to be on the under for a half unit of this shout out to Elijah Moore shout out to Joe Flacco finding a little bit of rapport down there in LA but again they're not playing this football game in LA you go from the cushy dome of LA where he had the two touchdown passes was targeting Elijah Moore he had the most air yards of any wide receiver in the NFL last week which is insane to say out loud and have it be a true fact but New quarterback, new opportunities. Everybody's got their, everybody's got their flavor of wide receiver. And Elijah Moore, Joe Flacco had that rapport back in the Jets days. But again, we're going outside. We're adding a little bit of weather to the mix. And CJ Beathard, more than likely, or again, sitting duck version of Trevor Lawrence. Give me the under thirty-four here. I will live to tell the tale. I'm very confused by this one. The Houston Texans, the New York Jets. And I get it, the toast of the town. This entire NFL season has been C.J. Stroud. He's about to lose his number one. And I know Nico Collins could very easily be a 1A, 1B situation. But with no tank Dell for the rest of the season, put on IR, everybody's sad about that. Broken leg, it's awful. But we're looking at a weather spot, beyond a weather spot. I want to read what I'm looking at here on the Jets' side. We're looking at 15 to 25 mile an hour sustained winds. 30-35 mile an hour gusts with rain. This, my friends, is going to be a slog fest. And in slog fest don't you want to side with the defense? I do. I'm not sure if you do. But the Jets have the second-ranked defense by every metric, whether that's PFF, whether you go over to FantasyLife.com, wherever you're looking in terms of defensive efficiency, this Jets team is really good on that side of the ball. Now, they're dead last in offensive strength or offensive abilities. And, hey, you're getting Zach Wilson back to the back to the fray, and that's absurd. Tim Boyle, that did not go well for anybody. Trevor Simeon, <laughs> what are we doing here? But Zach Wilson will be suiting up and playing quarterback for the Jets and not playing with moms this Sunday afternoon. So there's that. But I am looking, my friends. I'm looking at this Houston team. Everybody loves them. I've loved watching them. I think C.J. Stroud is way, way better than I ever could have imagined. But check this out. Strength of schedule. Adjusted strength of schedule for the Jets. First in the NFL. 28th for the Houston Texans. One team has played everybody. One team has played nobody. And we can get plus 164 on something I think is closer to a coin flip. Yes, C.J. Stroud is the way better quarterback. But there is no doubt that the Jets are the way better defense. I don't understand this line, and I would make it a lock if it weren't for all of you out there thinking I'm an insane person for wanting to bet against C.J. Stroud in Houston and, oh, they're so much better than the Jets. It's a 4-8 and Jets team that's legitimately so good on the defensive side of the ball. This turf is not going to be set up. it, It snags knees left and right all the time, but this turf is not going to be set up to play for speed the way that it is in Houston. I think you just blindly play the jets take the plus 164 move along your merry way and hopefully we can cash this ticket together baltimore rams god kyron williams is playing really really good football and baltimore they're without mark andrews for the season another injury that just sucks we've had a lot of shitty injuries here in recent weeks that make you sad make you put a frown face on but lamar jackson he does get a healthy wide receiver core for the first time in a long time rashad bateman off the injury report after practicing in full on Friday. You got a number of these other pieces up and down the lineup here, whether it's DuVernay who can mix in, and then obviously Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, they're the two that actually freaking matter. Isaiah Likely, he's not going to play the Mark Andrews role. We saw that last week or two weeks ago. Was You're just talking about a guy who went out for four or six targets, four catches, 40 yards. It's going to be pretty muted compared to what it was two years ago, mainly because they didn't have a talent... The likes of a Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers is good. So enjoy watching that for your Baltimore. And obviously, I think the running game is going to be the main thing that you're looking at here. Keaton Mitchell, they should be able to get whatever they want on the ground here. Middle of the road, rushing defense here for the Rams. And then you obviously have Gus Bus out there to just vulture touchdowns. Lamar Jackson touchdown equity off the floor. Oh, it's just so tilting. So tilting. He hasn't had a rushing touchdown since week seven that's really brutal but anyway that was just something as I was digging through anytime touchdown numbers which we have a lot of coming up here starting now Kyron Williams he is playing 90 plus percent of the snaps here at the running back position and I get it they're road dogs I get it it's problematic but we're talking anytime touchdown that also can come by way of the receiving game and Baltimore yes they're a very difficult matchup but over 100 yards rushing per game. We know he's going to be on the field in the red zone. And even though 14.9 yards or no, 14.9 points per game is best in the NFL. That's what the Ravens are giving up. Doing some math off the top of my head, that still equates to almost, I mean, we're talking a touchdown at least there with a couple of field goals thrown in or two touchdowns and nothing else. Byron Williams feels like the most likely guy on the Rams side and you're getting plus money at that plus 135 for a Rams offensive line they're up to six and six and that offensive line protecting Stafford and helping Kyron Williams showing him the way I really like this spot for him to get in the box that's going to be it's a like play but I have a full unit on this at plus 135 I think you could partake anything from that half to full unit range it's going to be a pretty good bet at this number One more anytime touchdown play that I'm in love with. And I could be in love with this game with the improved weather. Detroit at Chicago, NFC North rivalry. We're talking 10 to 15 mile per hour winds. It's going to be cold, but you know, it's also, um, it's fucking December in Chicago. So of course it's going to be a cold. It's always cold. Windy and cold. The windy, the windy kills you. Having been, yeah, grew up in South Dakota, went to school at Iowa State. It's not the cold that kills you. It's the wind plus the cold, the wind chill. When that thing ramps up, you're dead. But again, Soldier Field, Chicago, this is exactly kind of what you're expecting. And I do expect Chicago to be able to be more competitive than the three and a half that we're looking at here. DJ Moore, I love him as a number one. And Justin Fields going out there playing for a long-term contractor, just long-term faith from these Chicago Bears. Otherwise, you could be looking at him getting shipped out with those two picks that they're looking at. And I think in a perfect world, Bears fans don't want them to win this game. But you kind of want to see signs from Justin Fields if he's going to be your quarterback of the future. And he has talent. There's no doubt. He's got a number one in DJ Moore. Maybe just aim at him the whole time seems like a good idea. But the Detroit Lions really went back to what they do best last time out. They jammed the football down the opposition's throats. And I think when you're talking about a healthy David Montgomery, who since week 10, when he got back into the mix, we're seeing that rushing allotment go up, 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 up. Now, you saw a huge split between Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery against Green Bay, but that was a negative game script where I think Jameer Gibbs, he can be like a glorified wide receiver out of that backfield or line up in the slot. There are times that they'll move him out wide because he has that kind of a skill set. But you know what happens when they're 3.5-point favorites and they're going into Soldier Field on a windy day and they just want to jam it down your throat? David Montgomery scores touchdowns is the answer to your question. You're seeing him play 60-plus percent of the snaps here in these positive game scripts, like you saw against New Orleans in a dome last week. He's now scored a touchdown in four straight. I've only been on it one of the last four. And as an Iowa State grad, once again, shout out my Cyclone down here. We've got a lot of them. Brock Purdy, David Montgomery, Xavier Hutchinson's not on the field for Houston right now, which kind of makes me sad. Makes me a little bit a little bit sad inside. But you definitely know Brees Hall. He's good. Oh, but he's on a terrible offense. Anywho, David Montgomery, friends. This guy's getting in the box yet again this week. Make it five in a row. Ooh, this is a really good one. Minus 110. Just a standard bet over on DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's go. Let's get frisky with this one. So, we just went back-to-back anytime touchdowns that I like here with, with running backs. And it's so wild to say... Another one, another one. Yeah, DJ Khaled. Here we go. Carolina, New Orleans, and New Orleans just showing defensively not a whole hell of a lot here of late. I think Carolina is actually a little bit more alive than they should be. They have no reason not to try in this game. Their number one belongs to the Chicago Bears. So they're playing to develop Bryce Young, to develop their young core. Jonathan Mingo getting targeted at a wider as a at a higher clip as a result. So keep those things in mind. The motivation for Carolina is to develop. They have no reason to go out and not try to be competitive, nor does New Orleans here, because New Orleans. Well, they're 5-7 and seven in the division, but the division is not that strong. You have opportunities here. They're 2-9-1 and against the spread. One of the more profitable teams, if not the most profitable team, to be betting against this season. That's why I'm throwing Carolina out there. But let's talk math, shall we? New Orleans, you had Taysom Hill not play all week long. I'm not sure what to make of it because he's listed as questionable. I, I think he's closer to missing this game. And if you have Taysom Hill missing this football game, There would be value even at minus 135 on Alvin Kamara to score a touchdown, period. Anytime touchdown, he doesn't get those vultures. And hey, he got in the box twice last week, even alongside of Taysom Hill, who's getting all of that goal line work that makes you want to jam your head up against a wall, unless you're one of those people who got Taysom Hill in year long, in which case, congratulations to you. But I am looking. At actual first touchdown and last touchdown odds, when you're talking about a game with a 37 and a half total, and you start breaking this down, you're projecting out four and a half type touchdowns. Like that's the, the the number that we're looking at right now. The first touchdown and last touchdown scoring here for Alvin Kamara is plus 400 and plus 430 at FanDuel, respectively. By math, if I can bet both of those for a quarter unit. I like that better than laying minus one thirty-five. That's going to shoot way wider in the event that Taysom Hill somehow suits up in this spot. So, I think it's a little bit sharper to take the small, small, tiny little plays on first touchdown, last touchdown. When you're talking about four and a half projected touchdowns, based on what the total is telling us here in Vegas, and take the sharp side of that. It sharp sports books. It's sitting around plus three hundred, plus three forty for Alvin Kamara as of recording this right now. Just saying. I think there's value to go to the quarter units on FanDuel as opposed to a half unit play on the anytime touchdown laying too much juice. So ends my TED Talk. Friends, we're going to throw this in here quickly for you. BetMGM, phenomenal sports book for to to be a part of. I want you signed up at DraftKings, FanDuel, Caesars, all of these books. But right now, BetMGM, depending on your state, up to fifteen hundred dollars in bonus bets when you sign up at the link below. You'll also, if you've been thinking about trying out Odd shopper which I talked about, you guys didn't skip the intro. Why would you ever skip the intro? You could get two months of oddshopper tools plus Discord access. That is a hundred dollar value coming to you completely free jump into the discord ask me questions before sunday or on sunday or after sunday because i will be in there all of those times i'm telling you friends nothing is better than do you like my sweater and also well that was some punk rock for you but two months of odd shopper tools the positive ev tool the parlay builder the fantasy optimizer if you're in a non-legal state so many great opportunities to take advantage of the odd shopper products and tools and have them work for you And then you also get the analysts you get the greg Ehrenberg, the the isaiah suaros Aton shander myself ben raza everybody you know and love here on the oddshopper channel coming to you into that premium discord if you're 21 and over if you have a gambling problem please call 1-800-GAMBLER but check out betmgm if you are so inclined it's divine off we go to the last couple picks five games to go hit that like button subscribe button notification bell as we talk my minnesota vikings this number has kind of gotten weird on me sitting at three right now up against the vegas raiders and i gotta say justin jefferson it's gonna be so good to see him suit up really a bummer we couldn't get him in week 12 to suit up oh it would have been really nice to get that w there across the line leading into the bye week and then week 14. i understand They had to be cautious with him, but now they're six and six, taking on this five and seven Vegas team. They are three point favorites. And yes, Josh Dobbs just played his worst game of the season. It was not enjoyable. 22 for 32, doesn't look so bad in that department, but only 185 yards and four picks. Four of them. He had. A rushing touchdown in every single game starting from week six when he was wearing an Arizona Cardinals jersey, which is pretty wild to say. I don't know why I emphasized Cardinals. That wasn't the antithetical, but you know, the Arizona Cardinals jersey. There you go. It's not like it was another Arizona team. Anyway, you guys don't care about the English class. You care about what is my play here. Well, I don't really have one I'm leaning towards the over 40 and a half but I have no idea what the roles of Hawkinson and Addison are going to be alongside of Jefferson I have no idea the incentive here Vegas has at five and seven to continue to try to win in a gauntlet that is the AFC their priority should be to make Devonte Adams as happy as he possibly can be there's too much on that contract there's too much at stake for them not to have Devonte Adams being happy so you know that that's weird to say that that's the priority but it kind of is obviously they're trying to freaking win this football game max crosby is going to be very upset on the other side cuz he normally is but as i look at this football game nothing stands out to me all the numbers look efficient i'm just going to pass and oh feels good cuz i'm already going to be watching this panicking now this number moved a little bit depending on where it is but i locked it in at 10 and a half and it just we're just firing this to the moon's friends to the moons? Plural. Is this Star Wars where there's multiple moons on your planet? Yes. Or Saturn? Or Jupiter? I think Jupiter has multiple moons. I think. It has to. Don't look that up, Producer Jacob. Seattle, San Francisco, and uh it's been many moons since uh San Francisco lost a football game, because they're freaking good. Brock Purdy playing himself into the MVP consideration, and yes, even as an Iowa State grad, you know, over 3,000 yards, 23 touchdowns, 6 interceptions is fantastic, and we all know he has the best group of position players around him. I, I'm a little bit of a stand for him because I know how good he was for our team and how much we've struggled at the quarterback position in his absence. But it's not like he didn't have David Montgomery, Brees Hall, Xavier Hutchinson, a number of really good players around him at that point in time, but it's way better now. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon, Ayoub, George Kittle. I mean, legitimately Kittle, top three at his position. McCaffrey, top one at his position. Debo, IU, top ten at their position. I don't know what to tell you. This is an absurd skill set that you get from San Francisco, and they should be able to get whatever they want going up against this freaking team in Seattle that just went for infinity, infinity, I mean, Dallas put up infinity points against them on that Thursday night of festivities. You do get Seattle with the long week. San Francisco went across country to uh, to beat up on Philadelphia. Now comes back home here in this one. Some people might look at that. Oh, you know, it's going to be a letdown spot. No, it's not. Look at his defense on the San Francisco side. They're absolutely stacked. Getting getting bright. Uh, getting Chase Young on the other side of Bosa is not even fair. There's there's no way that I'm not gonna be taking this one to the moon and you should be coming along with it. Again, 10 and a half. That's the prevailing number, or at least it was, sitting at 11 in a lot of spots now, but either one of them is just fine by me. Seattle, coming into this one with Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet, Questionable. I think they're both in danger of this. Now, they could both suit up and be both limited. Otherwise, you're looking at a heavy dose of Kenny McIntosh and DJ Dallas. Oh, my God. Good luck to you, Seattle. Hopefully, you just aim it at DK Metcalf and he comes down with some jump balls. Otherwise, you got no hope in this one. San Francisco by Fatality. Minus 10.5. Let's go. I know everybody's excited about this one. I am too, but doesn't always mean that there's going to be a bet that you like from it, but I kind of do. Buffalo, Kansas City, and similar to the last game we talked about here with Seattle, there's really a running game issue that we have there. You can't be one-dimensional taking on a team like Kansas City that I think has an above-average defense. I think most people do as well, but we're talking the reverse here. Kansas City going up against a Buffalo defense that's been struggling but Isaiah Pacheco going to be out for this football game. Going to be a heavy dose of Jarek McKinnon and CEH. Yes, Clyde Edwards, e Lair coming back into the forefront. He's the LSU guy that just didn't work out, despite the fact that, and this is a long conversation, and I just want to throw it out there because I fucking hate this guy. And it's nothing that he does on the field, but one of the largest ticket stances I've ever made on an NFL draft Was no running backs taken in the first round of the draft that CEH got taken? I lost so much money on that pick, and I am so happy that he didn't pan out for Kansas City because Andy Reid taking a running back in the first round is not a sharp thing. I think taking any running back outside of maybe a Bijan Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, I get the passing dimension, but Detroit, they'd be better suited to take somebody else considering how good David Montgomery's been. But what I'm getting at, Is that ticket ruined? Andy Reid basically ruined my NFL draft bankroll or desire to bet the NFL draft for many, many moons, even though I've continued to. It is what it is. But anyway, that story's over with. Last pick. Last pick coming off of a Super Bowl win was CEH. So he's going to be out there getting a lot of snaps. I'm assuming a majority of the running game work here, and that does not bode well, friends, in this spot against Buffalo. And I think Buffalo... they haven't had the struggles that kansas city has in certain ways because they've been competitive in lots of these football games they've lost coin flip type situations philly should have won that football game they put the gauntlet down on the jets denver they should have won that football game if it weren't for stupid stuff happening left and right like i don't know 12 men on the field a lot of weird interceptions by Josh Allen he had two picks. I think in that game, and he lost a fumble, three turnovers. I'm just recalling this. I don't know for sure, but I know that they lost that Cincy game. That was close. So many close situations there for Josh Allen. Just want to throw it out there. They've been running bad and now they're going to face a Kansas city team that Hey, one dimensional. When you have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, It's something you can get away with. I bet we see a lot of Jarek McKinnon out on the field, too, adding that passing game involvement. Former Minnesota Viking and San Francisco 49er. A high spark score. Really, really athletic and really good hands. Small hands. Smells like cap. No, it it doesn't. I'm sure he is. We're going to bet Buffalo to win this football game is what we're going to do. I like it in terms of value. Minus 102. You were able to get plus money once upon a time. In fact... I think you're still able to get plus money at a couple of different spots. Uh, Even money at DraftKings Sportsbook, actually the best as of recording this right now. I was able to get plus 106 before that, that, uh, well, it wasn't CEH news. Before Isaiah Pacheco, with his try-hard, running really, really hard stuff, got ruled out for this one. Uh, I'm going to just be honest. I haven't hit a cash-out button in a long, long time. I never do. It's the most negative EV thing you could do in a million years, and yet... I basically just kind of hedged out of my position. So not cash out button, but basically the same thing. I had a play here on the Chargers that I kind of talked myself out of last night. Not sure if it was talking to Andy Kaufman. I'm not sure exactly the entire situation of why I went against my own bidding here. Normally, you just kind of let those tickets, if you screw up, roll because it's so negative negative EV, but anywho, thought I'd make fun of myself and bad decisions because yes, I do these shows, but I'm betting with you, and I make bad decisions from time to time. You got to be honest about them, and I just don't think you should be betting this game in any way, shape, or form. This opened at three. It moved to two and a half, and as soon as it came inside of the key number, I wanted a piece of it. And then I thought about this Chargers defense. I thought about this offense. that put up six points and no touchdowns against the New England Patriots. And I thought about how it's Keenan Allen or bust and then i thought about austin eckler regressing and yes denver was disappointing they couldn't get it done against houston and wouldn't you know we're trying to pick on houston yet again this week but denver's been decent you've seen courtland sutton get in the box multiple multiple times here of late and defensively that's where they've really started to pick it up in a lot of ways uh you're looking at a team on the other side that has no rushing attack they're averaging under 100 yards per game here in the chargers and the broncos defense they're creating some turnovers, 10 picks, 12 fumble recoveries on the season, two defensive touchdowns added to the mix. Just saying. They're not exactly a zero here in this spot. And plus, Charger's going to charge her. I try not to look at historical data because, again, this is a completely different team. But I, I put money on Brandon Staley to win me a football game just because of a half-point move so i'm going to not do that anymore yes i still lean towards the chargers money line if you want to take anything put in a parlay smoke it have a bowl it's the weekend but like come on no uh pass last game of the night to the main event the philadelphia eagles taking on dallas in prime time yet again for the dallas cowboys absolute shootout really entertaining football game that i was able to watch uh in vegas there on that thursday night uh dallas being out on the better side despite seattle putting up lots of points early again san francisco just do what you're supposed to do and just murder them from the jump please thank you anywho we are going to take a double dip here on this one and it's strange because i've picked on philly last week with san francisco i've picked on a couple of these spots where i think philly they've played way too many competitive football games but now Tides have turned, Mr. Powers. We're now looking at the flip side and seeing some value here with the Tush Push with the Philadelphia secondary. Yes, they've been abysmal, they've been terrible. And now you have CD Lamb, who's out there and should be able to get just about whatever he wants. But again, it's not about being right because I don't think there's like I think that this line makes sense to me in some regard, but. I think this is closer to a 55-45 Dallas being favored type situation, which creates value on a Philadelphia team that still brings Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, DeVonta Smith, and perhaps Dallas Goddard back into the mix. So pay attention to the injury report on Saturday here. I'm paying close attention to it as well. Dallas, they're pretty darn healthy as well. This is going to be... entertaining football game here 52 52 and a halves existing out there it's been bet down a little bit from 53 I think that was the appropriate spot for it to go but this is still a top 10 PFF defense ninth in fact for the Eagles it's third for the Dallas Cowboys I think there's a lot of paths where this gets wonky on one side or the other of it I just want to back the dog here at plus 164 in addition to Jalen Hurts here, coming off of an embarrassing loss last week at home, San Francisco. They're the best team in the NFL. Just it is what it is. I bet them to win the Super Bowl. We talked about them betting them to win the Super Bowl. They're really good and getting Debo Samuel back and healthy. Seems like it was important. But in this spot specifically, friends, Jalen Hurts is also going to get in the box. Mine's 130. We've been getting plus money. You're not getting plus money anymore. But hey, I don't hate packaging these two together. I'm not a huge parlay guy. You know that, unless it's talking pick them, that's your only option. Just saying. Billy money line, Jalen Hurts touchdown. Think you fire them up together? Enjoy the results. And that does it for another edition of Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Lacks. You know, dude, go to that comment section below. Let me know your favorite place for Week 14. Gonna be a wild one again. Strange not to have a single receiving prop, rushing prop, anything on the card there. Thought the anytime touchdown numbers were a little bit soft this week. Hopefully you can jump in on those early. We've been moving lines, or I like to think we are American like that. But hey, we've been doing a great job of capturing some closing line value. Now let's just win all the bets here and. St- whatever week 13 was. That'd be great. Thank you to producer Jacob. Hopefully you enjoyed his uh, Vegas NBA excursion, even though he like lives there. It's not like an excursion the same way it is for me, but like, can we get the fans excited for the finals on Saturday? You got to do that. Get them ramped up. All right. I got to get out of here. I got to talk a little NBA. Yeah, you're right. NBA Lindy's coming out for that Saturday only game. Until then, I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the NFL streets for week 14.